good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It is time for my podcast, your podcast, yes, everybody's favorite podcast, The Unwrap Mind. And I'm reporting to you live from this country city of Dubai. I'm having a blast, having a ball. Uh, really wish y'all could be here. Really wish y'all could see the beautiful sights. I'm getting to that <clears throat> and a whole lot more in the next half an hour. So, hey, just stick in, tune out. I'm going to start by talking about my trip um, before I even start talking about other things. One thing I will say, people, uh, it is a must. It is a must that you get out and get out and travel and just see the world. Uh, I've said it before. The world is so beautiful and so colorful. It's a lot more than black, brown and white. So just get out there and check it out. We cannot negate our world to those three colors. Go somewhere, man. Just just inhale. And, and that's kind of what I've been doing. Just taking it in. Hopefully, y'all going to check out my pictures. I'm going to post a whole buttload of pictures on Instagram whole bunch of little videos, just about everything I've been doing and seeing since I've been here. So let me start off with the trip. We left from Charleston and went out to New York and it was um really good, really good flight. I will say if you fly anywhere more than 30, 40 minutes, definitely upgrade. The seats is worth it. Don't be cramped up in a little seat knowing you got to fly six, seven hours. That is not the business. Um, Got to New York, very good flight, didn't have to have a lot of trouble. Sat in New York for like, what, three or four hours, uh, probably should have went out and seen some of the city, but did not realize it was freezing freaking cold. It was blazing cold as opposed to um, being in South Carolina. We was there, it was warm, hot, got to New York, freezing cold, didn't want to go see the city. And you know it's a shame when I don't want to go see my favorite city, but hey, that's what it was. Um so the flight from New York to Paris, six hour flight. Really, you could go on a long weekend. If you got a 96 and you got the cash, go. Paris is right there. Uh, got to Paris. Don't forget to take your international adapter because if not, you will not be able to do the little things like charge your phone or keep your computer going. So got to Paris, uh, went to the Gaulle Airport. I have to say, um, not a big fan of French food. Never have been. I don't think I ever will be. Uh, really a struggle to find something to eat while I was in the airport, especially the portion they put us in for our flight. So that was not the best part. We sat there for about four, four and a half hours. And let me tell you how it could have been extremely better because I was just hungry. I really was hungry. I just wanted something different, wanted something, something more. Uh, I really wanted, like, and it's going to sound weird how Americans go out the country and the first thing they want is McDonald's. I really wanted, like, McDonald's or KFC, and that's the first thing I wanted, but couldn't get it. So, anyway, um, the, the airport itself was really beautiful. Like, it was really, I'm not going to say beautiful, very interesting. Had uh, nothing but high-end stores in the airport, uh, really great things to see, great, great places to go. I mean, if you wanted to buy it, it was probably in that particular airport. Airport had a little small museum in it, which has some great art. And, you know, you got to walk around and see those things. But uh, it was a very small terminal and and you had to really catch a tram to the other side. But all in all, it was definitely worth it. And I just enjoyed the heck out of it. Um, like I said, I didn't get to see explore the city of Paris, but, you know, maybe next time. Who wants to leave the airport and get stuck in customs? Certainly not I. What else happened? Uh, got on the flight. The flight was really good, um, except for one of them, except for a, a rude passenger. I was about to cuss, but dude going to max his seat all the way back right into my lap. Now, 
if you know me and y'all don't know, I snore. So I didn't mind because I was really hoping I would be st- I would start snoring right in his ear. Cause dude, like who gets on a flight and max out their seat right in somebody's lap? Like that's like the weirdest, dumbest move you could ever do. And I was really like pissed by it, but you know, it happened. I ain't really get too riled up, too messed up by it. But I was just really like, man, maybe I just start snoring right in his ear and he just get to hear it. But it didn't happen. Just ended up staying woke for most of the flight. So that's that. Anyway, um, so the flight was good. About a six-hour flight from Paris to Dubai. Uh, once you get to Dubai, that was the easy part, the easy piece. Customs was really, really, really easy. Got through customs and, shoot, I don't know, probably about as long as it take me to wait on a good meal from Burger King or something like that. Got to customs, uh, got walked right through. The hardest part was getting my bag and come to find out the airline between Delta and Air France, they definitely damaged my bags. I got like a broke bag, a cracked bag. Then they peeled off some of the trimming on my other bag. Who does that? But make no mistake, Delta and Air France, I will be filing a claim. I want my money back. Y'all owe me that much. So I will be filing a claim on y'all. So we get through customs, get our bag, hit the airport. It's about 11, 30, 12 o'clock at midnight. So keep in mind, we already on Friday or Saturday morning, early Saturday morning. You know why we moving. So get to the airport, you know, got to find a taxi. Don't know nothing. There is no uh, shuttle to the hotel. And and that's that's a, that's almost not true. Uh, but I'll talk about that in a second. So get to the airport and there's the. Taxis everywhere. So dude's inside the airport and he tried to pull the whammy on me. Like, like, you know, who does that? So dude, I ha- I haven't seen this in a long time. But dude tried to pull the whammy on me and uh was like, hey, you know, you want a taxi? I'm like, yeah, I want a taxi. I haven't had one, so yeah, you know, I need a ride, so I want a taxi. So I, you know, I'm like, how much is it? And dude, like, it's gonna be uh, 300, I mean, two, 200, what did it say? 160, something like that. 160 Durham, 160 Durham. Durham is the money here. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm thinking cool, but I'm like, wait a minute. I just only got like 300 Durham. Cause I didn't get a lot of money. Cause I didn't know what I was going to need right off hand. So, um, dude walking me to the taxi and I'm tired, but then all of a sudden my realness kick in my wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute. This dude got a taxi outside, but he's standing inside the airport. I know in the world you ain't allowed to park outside the airport. And he charging me like 160. So then I'm like, nah, I don't want to get in your taxi. I don't even want to do it. I'm going to find a shuttle. So I walk away from him, move around, get to the Hilton shuttle for the uh, the Hampton Inn. I'm going to the Canopy. But I'm like, I'm just getting on the Hilton shuttle because everybody's pointing me towards that shuttle. So I asked my man, can I, um, you know, is he going right there? And dude's like, no, we don't go to the canopy. This shuttle doesn't go to the canopy. So I'm like, oh, man, you know, all right, cool, bet. So I got to catch a cab. So I catch a cab, find a real taxi that's really going to do this. So it ended up costing me uh 70 Durham. To get in a taxi. Now, mind you, old boy was about to get me for 160. 
this costed 70. Yeah. A little less than half. Right? So I do what I gotta do and I go. Come to find out, the canopy shuttle, the shuttle for the Hampton, goes directly next door to the canopy. My man could have said, all you got to do is walk 30, 40 feet and you'll be at your hotel. Literally right next door. I was so disgustingly mad. But, you know, happens. Get to the airport. I mean, get to the hotel. Now. For all of us in the service air, the service uh, business, if you take a reservation, if your hotel reaches out to me via email and I tell you what time I'm going to get to the hotel, do me and everybody like me the favor and and hold my reservation. Okay. Because what happened was simple. I get to the hotel and my man tells me, we don't have your room. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, we don't have your room. Uh, We've given your room away. But how? How did he get my room away? He gave my room away. So I'm like, what do we do? He's like, well, I can downgrade you. Not upgrade. I can downgrade you and charge you that rate. I'll downgrade you. Or I can send you across town to our sister hotel and I'll give you a free breakfast or dinner or something stupid. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's 1231 o'clock at night. You're talking about sending me across town. Not far. He said about five, 10 minutes away, but I don't know. And all you're going to offer me is a free dinner. I'm like, uh, no, 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 wait a minute, my man. At least at a very, at the minimum, get me a free night. Take this off, you know, do something. He did absolutely nothing. So then he was like, well, I could put you here in a single. So now I'm like feeling insulted. So now I'm like, I got to just get mad and be a little bit out of control. So I get a little loud, slam my hand on the thing a little bit. Like, listen, dude, now you're trying to embarrass me. Now you're trying to insult me with this, that, and third. Then he's like, well, whoa, whoa, I do have a king room, but it's not facing the water like you want it. So now miraculously, this king room pops up. Not where I need to be, but it pops up. So get in the room. I take the room. He gives me free breakfast, free dinner, all those things that I'm supposed to, you know, that he wanted to make sure I have a, a wonderful day, reduce my room rate, you know, knock off, uh, you know, a couple of hundred Durham to to knock off the room, which is cool. And everything kind of worked out. Hotel was really nice. You know, when you get there, you get sent in. Hotel is really nice. So while I do recommend you go to the Canopy Hotel if you can, I also recommend you really keep in contact with everybody. So we finally get here. Uh, and hook up with my sister-in-law and her friends. And honestly, man, we had a really great time. We honestly did. They traveled down from Abu Dhabi, and we had a good time. We went to a uh, yacht party. We went to uh, a little, we went to a brunch, and the brunch was banging. I don't think I've been to a brunch this lively since, uh, was it Bacon Bitch in Miami? It was, it was, it was better than that. 
Because they was in there killing it, boy. They was in there dancing. DJs had the place lit. The food was good. Uh, you know, they had drinks. It was just everything a party brunch could possibly be. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Skip Sky on to later that night. Like I said, went to a yacht party. Um, and, and this is the thing. This is the funny part. And, and it was a good time. It was actually a really good time. But we was out there for like all night, man. We was out there for about four, four and a half hours. We thought we'd be out there for like an hour and a half, swing in, swing out. We was out there for about four and a half hours. Um, So we old, you know, you can tell old people out somewhere. Because we on the yacht, we falling asleep a little bit. We we just like, we we dozing off. We It's cold. You know, you realize you get cold a little bit at night. So we get cold, cold enough to be like, yo, we're going to find someplace where we can get warm. And we start going to sleep one by one, systematically. Party's still going on upstairs. We start falling asleep. So, you know, it is what it is. People interested because we're the Americans. They talking to us and all that good stuff, which is cool. I don't mind. Uh, later that night, the uh, Shore Patrol shows up. And the first thing the Shore Patrol says is they want to see everybody's ID. Which is weird because I've never been on a boat and the Shore Patrol pulls the boat over and check ID all the passengers. But they did it anyway or attempted to. And we just kind of went with it. So, um, while that happened, you know, it's just the weirdest thing. Like, what, what's up with that? It was cool. But I, I had a good time all in all. Um, so, we capped that off. We drove up Sunday to Abu Dhabi. Um, and um, that was a good trip. We went and seen the, we seen the palace. No, we seen it. Yeah, we seen the palace. We seen the mosque. Uh, we just had a really good time and seen some really good stuff. And so far I've been enjoying myself. It has been a wonderful trip here. I have, uh, a few more days left. So I may do one more broadcast while I'm here. May get the bunch, may get the crowd to join in. Who knows? But I'm definitely enjoying myself. So off of my trip and on to what's going on in the United States of America. All right. Anyway, so people tell me, somebody tell me. What in the high hell was going on with John Morant? Like, I'll get it. I I, I never understand it. I've, I've never in my life, for the love of me, understood how you can make millions of dollars. And all of a sudden, you want to fall into and be the most thuggish, ruggish, you know, person you ain't got to be. Dude, you great. You live in the basketball life. You playing back. My son loves John Moran. My son loves you. And you're out here doing the dumbest thing a person in your position could do. Uh, rumor has it, and I say rumor has it, you, 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 you're fighting on basketball courts. You're flashing guns on Instagram. You're just wilding out with a whole bunch of people you don't need to be with. Where's your support system? Where's the people that's going to pull you in and say, hey, my man, this ain't it. You need to be controlling yourself. We ain't got those people in your corner. For real. You already been sat down indefinitely. Playoff push coming through. And you've been sat down by the by, the, by your team indefinitely. You're the face of the team. And they sat you down. That's a message. It's a message to everybody. You don't have to put yourself in a position you don't need to be in. Like, for anybody who who, who grew up around street life, the key is to get away from it. 
when you get older, when you get yourself in a position to realize you got something, you have those things. The first thing you want to do is walk away from all that stuff. You don't want nobody around you who could put you in that position. If I had that kind of money, if I had that kind of position, hell, I don't even got that kind of position now. And I don't want people around me carrying aspirin that's not in the that's not in the bottle. You know, don't 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 bring nothing around me now because I got too much to lose. So imagine if I had a million dollars. If I was in John Moran's position, I would be like, yo, treat me like I'm an FBI informant. Everything you say to me, you know, you better be very careful because I don't want to have to come back against you. That's how I would act. Treat me like I'm like I'm an informant because you shouldn't have to talk about your dirt and do your dirt around me because you jeopardizing my stuff. Which and if I'm treating you good because you're supposed to feed your people and get your people moving, you're going to jeopardize your stuff as well. You shouldn't even have people doing that street stuff in your circle that tight. Those should be your friends, friends. And that's just a life lesson, you know, on the real. As you go up in life, you don't lose your friends, but you have to definitely distance yourself from what they're doing. You definitely have to put layers between you and 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 the things that you don't like in life. You know, you definitely have to do that. So uh, maybe we can use John Morant, unfortunately, as a cautionary tale about what's going on and how life looking and, and just kind of separate and peel ourselves away from things, man, because that's crazy. And I guess the world decide to, I don't even like the word cyber bully, but I'm going to use that word to cyber bully Kiki Palmer and make fun of her son's name. Uh, why? Some of y'all got sons out here named Aquarius and, 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 and all sorts of dumbass names and y'all are making fun. And if it's somebody named Aquarius listening to this, my bad. But point being, um, some of y'all out there named, uh, you know, after your mom and daddy and they squeeze the name together and, and y'all called, uh, Hen Winfrey or some weird ass, you know, crazy shit. And y'all sitting here making fun of one person. How dare y'all? Who is you to make fun of anybody's name? You know what I'm saying? Let that little girl name her, name her kids when she wants to. She, why don't you mind your, your, why don't you mind your parent ass business? You know, and that's just a bad thing. You know, I, I, I just don't like people even attempting to do that. I guess growing up as a kid with a hard to pronounce name, it really pisses me off if somebody gonna make fun of somebody else's name. Like, like mind your business. You know what I mean? Definitely mind your business. So that's that. Um, what else is going on? What else are we talking about? So, oh, oh God, please don't let it be true. And I probably should have covered this um, weeks ago. As much as I don't like talking politics, and I know I do, so far, this, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a Republican, is your Republican candidates. Nikki Haley, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis is about to throw his hat in the arena, and Tim Scott will throw his hat in the arena. If you are a Republican looking for a very good candidate, that's who you got to choose from so far. So y'all going to be out there playing Survivor, on Republican Island trying to kick off the least of the scum. And I got a feeling, hear me now as I say this broadcast on March 8th, 2023, that Nikki Haley is going to be the candidate from the Republican Party. With that being said, she's probably the one who shouldn't be the candidate for the Republican Party. But, you know, that's not my business. I'm going to mind my poor ass business and keep my, my mouth shut. Um, 
What else is going? What else about that? I said, I ain't going to get into politics. I said, I will never do that. Never, ever be that person. Never, ever do that. Um, so, hey, if you have not, make sure you do. Go download all of De La Soul's albums. I watched the tribute to True Goy that they did over the weekend. It was amazing. It was good. It was heartfelt. It was organic. It was so good that it was so natural that some of the performers forgot their parts and their lines in the songs, and they just laughed it off like, man, you know, we ain't did these songs in years because we weren't allowed to. And that was so good to see them just just live like that and just do those things and say, you know what, I'm going to make this mistake, and I'm cool with it. Um, but go download De La Souls of Music, man. They, they finally own their masters. They finally got a chance to uh, feed their families off of great music. First six albums out there, buy it, cassette, vinyl, CD, um, stream it, download it. Make sure these people get paid off of music that fed our genre forever, that inspired people to come forward and be themselves. Uh, just support De La Soul. We've been waiting 20, 30 years for this music to be out there, and it's finally there. So, hey, support, support, support. What else? What else? What else? What else? Man, uh, I'm just having a great time. I, I got to admit, I'm having a really, really great time. Hope you all living vicariously through me. Um, and I don't know. I th- I can't. I think I feel like I don't know if I want to be like giving all sorts of good advice and telling y'all how to live y'all life. But really, um, look at your life. Look at your people around you. Um, and the people around you ain't as as beneficial to you as they should be. You gotta make some changes. If the people around you, you feel like they're not. You're not moving them forward like you should. You gotta make some changes. It's 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 always a, a give and take. Sometimes you gotta take, sometimes you gotta give. But you gotta know if you're feeding and pouring and moving each other forward. Because if you're not, it's time to 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 make some changes in that. You know what I'm saying? If I can't inspire somebody to be better about what they do and and to to say, you know what? I can, you know, I can live what I got going on because you, you know, you encourage me to do what the things I want to do. Why am I really in your life? If you're not inspiring me to be better, if every time I'm around you, I'm not feeling good about it. What's the point? What's the purpose? You know what I'm saying? What's the point? What's the purpose of being there? You know, it often happens, but that's cool. Man, so before we leave, it's been a, a, a great week, man. I really just, hey, go to, I'm telling y'all, go to my Instagram and check out my pictures. I did not know I took some really good pictures and some really good vids. Um, just enjoy it and, and we're going to really have a great time. All right. Um, before I go, shout out to everybody I miss. A shout out to, uh, excuse me, birthday's coming up. My cousin Daryl, his birthday is coming up and my cousin Rhea. Her birthday coming up on March 12th. Give them a shout out and happy birthday to my cousin Rhea and my cousin Daryl. Hey, happy birthday. Hey, Christopher, your birthday. Happy birthday, son. I love you to death. Daddy will be home. And last but not least, my birthday is coming up on March the 13th. Happy birthday to me. Hey, happy birthday to you, Dana Bozeman. Your birthday is the same day as mine. Good looking champ. Hey, um, just happy birthday to myself. I am going to continue to celebrate. Uh, if you want to send me gifts... If you want to send me something for my birthday, if you want to give me something, um, hit me up. I'll let y'all know how to make that happen. 
if you want your business or product advertised on the Unwrap Mind, go ahead and hit them DMs. Let me know so I can get your product out there if it's worth talking about. Uh, and I will definitely do that. Hey, let y'all know I've been traveling my LaRock uh, hoodie, my LaRock camouflage hoddy Love everyone regardless of color. Dot net. L-E-R-O-C dot net. I've been traveling. My hoodie is very warm, very comfortable, definitely built for the travel. Appreciate you, Andre, on that one. Hey, also, check out the soapdish.net. She has all, all sorts of soaps, body butters, bath bombs, uh, things just make you feel good, smell good, and be better about yourself. And this MK VIP Man Cave is out there for you. Uh, make sure that you check her out, get you a box curated. And peace to the Welkin Society. She is out there doing it. Accessories for your hats, um, your glasses. She's going to make you look better. She's going to make you be out there. I'm telling y'all, spring about to come. You know, everybody throwing parties. So the Welkin Society is the place to order from. W-E-L-K-I-N Society.com. Check her out on Instagram, Facebook. She's everywhere on social media doing pop-up shops all throughout the Atlanta area. She is uh, the person to be, the place to be when you want to get your accessories and look fresh to death when you step into the party. Know what I mean? All right. So, with me celebrating the 50th year of hip-hop and music, I am going to say, like I said, I'm picking a song every week. I am picking one song, and that is Eric B. is President. The lead-off single for um, the album Pay the Fool by Eric B. and Rakim. Now, why is that song a needle mover? One, it was just crazy. It was just bananas with bonker song. You knew it was about to be dope when you heard I came in the door. I said it before. But also, it introduced the 16-bar stanza into rap music. And for anybody who knows anything, that changed the game. Before, they were just rapping. You know, rapping, rapping, rapping. And they just stopped at a certain point. The 16-bar stanza made it like, okay, you we're going to rap these 16 bars, bringing a hook, chorus, and music, and we're going to rap these 16 bars. Today, all raps are written in 16 bars because of what Rakim brought to the door. Now, he didn't bring it in by himself, but I'm getting to the other artists who debuted their music at the same time and helped change that later. But he introduced the 16-bar stanza, which revolutionized the way raps are written, the way raps sound, and that's why you have the flow that you have. And most people, cadence is written around 16 bars. So when you hear somebody talk about music, talk about rap music, you hear the word bars, you hear somebody like, oh, I got bars. They're referring to the one of the 16 bars that make up a verse in rap. That's why it was so revolutionary, and that's why I changed the game. So shout out to the God MC, Rakim, and Eric B, the DJ, for coming up with uh, probably, not probably, one of the dopest albums in the world with uh, Paid in Full, and one of the dopest singles from that year, being Eric B, and Ra- Eric B as president. And uh, that's about it, y'all. I'm about to get out of here. Hope y'all kind of enjoyed my little recap of my trip. I'm going to do another episode probably in the next day or two just to keep it fresh to death, just to keep it moving. Um, hey, don't forget, send me some happy birthday wishes because my birthday is coming up. Peace in the Middle East, and I am out of here. <laughs>